All right, we're live. I've got the Magento God King himself. Podcast, uh, podcast, podcast. <laughs> it's the intro. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna use. I think I'm gonna use that audio and and make that my uh, make that the podcast, the podcast intro. <laughs> podcast. Oh, dude, that's so good. Um, I love it. I'm gonna definitely use that. Willem, where are you? Willem. I uh, am in my car. I'm in. I'm in the car, man. It, it's this car is it's beginning to be kind of a thing. You yeah. know? I guess um, previous. Uh, I I listened to the previous episode with uh, Brent. So um, uh, everyone should, if you arrived here and you didn't come past Brent or Daniel, step back. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely shocked that you that you watched that, you know. I was I was surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised. For what so reason? Thank you for your well, my two two of my favoriteest podcasters. Brent is well, awesome. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, Brent is a newbie podcaster though to be fair, so I don't think he should get quite as much credit. He's catching up um, fast, though. He got the numbers on you. <laughs> he got a good ratio going at the moment. He, he does. He does. He's catching up fast. Um, so I watched the um, I watched the panel, the live panel at uh, Meet Magento Poland, huh. and um, and uh, it was it was good, man. I you know I was uh, it was interesting to see. Um, your perspective. I liked a lot of stuff Slava said. I think that, you know, he had some great points. I don't know where we want to jump into this whole debacle, this whole situation. But, it's not up um, to you, man. Figure I, it out. It is figure my... It sh- yeah, I answer questions. Figure it out, man. You answer questions, I ask the questions. Here's my question. What do you hate most about the Magento... No, I'm just kidding. Um, I thought that uh, one thing that stuck out to me, actually, I saw Karen tweeted something um that uh something to the effect of you know being there and a lot of people by the way it, it's cool this it's just been cool to see the pictures of the familiar magento faces i know you guys are all like you guys are all fans. saying similar things of like man it's so cool to be in person with people and so it just makes me happy to see your smiling faces all together and and to know that you know you're having a good time um uh yeah it was great just arriving at a magento event just arriving at the venue and seeing an orange magento flag hanging at the um at the facade at the front at the gate yeah it's like this is it it's not red it's orange it's orange It's like arriving to the mother. It's like arriving to your motherland. You know, it's like you left your, your, your country of origin when you were a child and then coming back as an adult. Imagine walking into a room now and there's this Nacho, this Talesh, this Karen, there's Eric, there's Ivan, there's Lukash, there's... I, Fina, I took Fina with me. I mean that. I I talk to him all the time, which still feels 
insane because he's my partner now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, it's it's still strange to get used to um, being being in in that kind of company. But yeah, imagine walking into a room with all these people and um, after one and a half year of pandemic, just uh, smiling faces, hugs, yeah. and fun. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a similar thing. I you know I went to this. Uh, Bitcoin conference in Dallas and um, which it's it's kind of funny but they're super into orange too because orange is the color you know but um, but but uh, we're not going to get into that I promise but I had a that was my first time going to like a business work conference um, in a long time and and there was a similar sense although I was much newer to that whole community but there's a similar sense of camaraderie and, and, and similar dynamics um, and so for me, I was kind of having a similar like relive, relived experience at that time too. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's great. People are great. It's important to see people, to see faces, to hug people like, you know, it's. Yeah. And it's important. like nothing changes, like immediately nothing changed. Like immediately, uh, you're with family and, uh, you have such a great conversations and of course we had a really hot topic on hand um there was so much to explain and of course we met before we did the panel so a lot became more clear during the panel um mm -hmm. but yeah we had really good talks beforehand which was um super valuable also to, to be able to speak to uh, danny and slava beforehand before we did the yeah. panel, like we spent, I think in total, um, I arrived Sunday night and I left yesterday in the afternoon. So I spent a good 48 hours there and at least 10 hours was spent talking with Danny and Slava. Mm -hmm. um, and that was super productive. Um, and um, that's a lot. Wow. 10 hours. Yeah. We had so many, yep. so many meetings and, and uh, really constructive talks. And um, yeah, I think that's going places. Um, it's not entirely up to me to um, to uh, lay that out because Danny and Slava also they, they 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 can only talk on their own behalf um, and then take that to the board. That's how an association works. So they 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 can't they can't immediately talk on behalf of the board. But uh, uh, yeah. some some really nice things uh, came came out of that. Uh, at least a common understanding between uh, between us and them. And um, um, yeah, I think I think uh, we might go and see a lot of changes in, in the MA soon. Um, and um, let's say, let, let's just say this. There was a, a sense of purpose was missing for the MA. And uh, uh, together we found that purpose. Um, and that really changes That's huge. things. So That's huge. Um, having a purpose and having the need of an association, Mm -hmm. for for 
Yeah, for the sake of the community. It is something that, that we, we need to rely on now. And, and having an entity that can carry that would be a major help. I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly what it was about the association because, and I always feel bad saying anything critical because I respect everybody on the association a ton. Right, um, and I and I've sort of forgotten everybody that's on there, um, but Josh Joshua Warren, I, I want to say, um, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Slava, yeah, right, and I love him with all my heart, and he's a, he's right here in in Dallas, local Texas man, and and these are all people that get shit done, you know, mm-hmm. these are all people that. Uh, excuse my French, but these are all people that have a bias towards action, right? Every single one of them. And so I'm going, what is like, everybody has a similar, and, and by the way, they, I see the emails go out. They ask for participation. They ask for feedback. They're working on stuff, right? And I'm always feeling guilty because I'm not participating I'm not you know doing the stuff I'm supposed to do other people have Vinay mentioned in the panel that he had signed up to to be a member and things like that and and um, so I don't know why with all the right people they've got all the right people in the room um, they've got this this organizational structure which makes a lot of sense you want to have an association and yet it's like you just said there was a lack of purpose um, and and that that from what we could it, see at least um, yes and, and totally. I think from from where all the discussions went I think together we found quite quite a good purpose that always has been there on the background like from the very right. beginning you know Ben and right. uh, Brittany um, founded the association and mm-hmm. open source Magento was always a pillar there. Um, right. But there was no, um, there was no and immediate, uh, immediate need for that so, because it was taken right. care of, kind of. So here's the thing I wanted to jump into. You just said open source was a pillar, um, and I don't. One of the things I've wondered forever, and I've seen people ask, is: Is the Magento Association going to be in charge of open source in some capacity? And I believe that. The phrase was used in the panel that, that a dialogue was started with Adobe around that. I mean, people have been asking this forever, right? And um, and I don't, I don't know that anybody knows the answer to that question. I'm not saying that they haven't asked. My assumption, and I don't have any inside information, is that they asked Adobe and have been waiting for an answer in some form or fashion <laughs> for probably years. And I'm sh- and I'm not saying anybody at Adobe is 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 bad or has bad intent. I think they have all the best intentions. I think they put a lot of resources towards setting up the association, yada 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 yada. But for some reason, it doesn't. You know, I, uh, what's the deal? What's where is this thing? Yeah, you see I think what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, I think there's other things we we can we can also uh, jump into because um, uh, the. Um, and let me just say, I apologize for interrupting, but I, I tweeted Slava yesterday. I did the post. I did the I did the post on LinkedIn yesterday, 
I haven't gotten a reply from Slava. I feel like maybe he's just busy. I don't know. Maybe having Danny hasn't said it. Maybe they just and listen. Maybe they maybe they're not interested in my perspective. That's fine too. I just feel bad because I'm 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 putting things out there a little bit critical, and it's like there's no response. You know, there's no like. Yeah. And I loved a lot of stuff Slava said, and what I should do is just do a podcast with Slava. That'd be fantastic. But um, but. I don't. It's weird. It's like there's like this like where like say something. <laughs> tell say something. Like tell me I'm wrong. Like just it's, say something. You know. Yeah, and I mean, it's de- it, it's definitely not easy being on a board like that on a voluntary basis, having your your day job, um, not immediately getting stuff done that easily there has been some real big challenges for them and i think the one thing that is very prominent or obvious is that we 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 need more visibility on what's going on like Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about transparency but i mean total transparency is also not that's 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 not even feasible but an openness general openness and uh, insight into um what what purpose and direction and what their goals are and all of that uh, and i i kind of want to round up going too much into the association because it's it's a bit of a different topic than um than what we started with uh with our our uh Mosca Initiative, uh, the open source. Uh, the, or Fantastic the name, by the way. Are we? Are you <laughs> playing off the Spanish? The Spanish word for fly is that? That's fantastic. Uh, that was that was uh, kind that of was a accidental. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. like we need to put something on top of that. That's not an official because we're not an official entity at at, at this stage. Like we're a group of people that felt like we needed to send out a message. Um, um, let yeah. me, let me, if you don't mind me interrupting, let me ask you this because I know you're you're sick and tired of this line of questioning around the association. So let me ask you this: I saw some people say that, uh, like Anton, I think Anton Krill um, tweeted that. Listen, uh, you don't need a fork, right? All you need to do is write some community modules and yeah. stuff like that. I am probably going to quickly get out of my depth technically as you begin to answer this question, but I'm gonna do my best to to grok your answer to this. Okay. So I know you've talked, uh, obviously if they go some wild microservices direction, that seems like a completely different code. I've heard people talk, I think one or two people have mentioned to me that they heard from somebody that Adobe was gonna maybe rewrite everything in Java, like for the commercial product or whatever. Who knows? I, who knows if that's true or not? Who has any idea? So obviously, if it went some crazy direction, that makes sense. But it, but assuming that that's not the case in terms of like specific issues today that you would need a fork for versus just writing your own modules. Like, let's get okay. into that a little bit. Yeah. Today, there's no reason to fork. For the sake of today. There's no immediately, you could, uh, there's arguments why it would be nice to have a fork today because of the, 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 
the, the lack of speed in merging pull requests and and uh, this is and, a big issue. Yeah, that's a huge. It is issue. a big issue, but it's that alone wouldn't. What's be, the answer to the, that issue? The answer to that issue might be at some point a fork. Um, but right now, if that were just the issue, we probably could resolve that together with Adobe. If we could really raise the concerns there and, and make it about that, then we could say, come on, we, we need to find a joint um, effort or way to dive into that problem. Just and, speed stuff up. And yeah. we need to speed stuff up, and you should enable us to, to do that. But um, that's... For me, that's not where my emotion or my trigger or my my in investment in this comes from. Um, for me, um, I am just sad of seeing the community shrink. Yes, there's an argument that for for my product, Huva, I'm depending on a monolith. So for the continuation of my product, I depend on the monolith, but as with Magenta 1, I don't see the monolith entirely go away soon because that's just impossible. So for Huva, I can depend on Adobe just dragging the monolith along and not spending too much energy on that. Um, I can still build a product on top of that, but it won't be a great basis of trust for the merchants or the agencies that want to work with my product. Um, just not knowing what the future of the underlying product is, that sets uncertainty. Um, yeah. I speak to a lot of merchants and agencies now from my own business perspective, and I hear a lot of concerns from these agencies. They're super happy for now. I some cases they tell me I rescued their business by giving them a viable front end. Um, Remind me real quick what scale you're at in terms of the number of merchants and agencies that are using Huva? Closer to 50 agencies, 250. 250? Yeah, 250. That's that's harder to tell. I I would need to, um, I don't feel like sharing the amount of licenses that I saw. No that's, um, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, which Listen, would kind dude, of map I, to the amount of merchants, I guess. Um, well, yeah, that would be but, a simple um, way. No, and I don't, I don't mean to pry. I just think that's incredible. I mean, to me, that it just We see great adoption. And, and, and it's freaking um, awesome. Um, I think we'll be more... More, more transparent in terms of how many shops uh, are live or are going live, and those numbers grow a bit. Um, but I think um, at some point we'll see some numbers and systems like BuildWit or Webalizer, I don't know what it's called, and uh, you can kind of see where we're at. Um, sure. Some stores that go live are freaking amazing, like the um, like entirely. <laughs> energized we're just seeing what people build with my product um and in some cases it, just restrictions of of budget or a merchant that wants to have a hundred thousand pixel trackers on a shop and you still have the one point page speed score um yeah but you have a fantastic looking site and you have developers that are happy and there's still an increase of organic search um uh, traffic that comes in um so it's it's um 
Uh, it's quite I diverse. Think, I think developer happiness is a so underestimating. It's a leading indicator or la- whatever the. It's something to pay a lot of attention to, um, and I think a lot of us have kind of drifted from. Uh, you know, we've sort of accepted this thing that put a lit a fire under you and that you started solving for, right? A lot of us, 90 whatever percent is just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of just, it's kind of just fading away and we're kind of moving on to other things and, and that's fine. It's fine to move it's, on to other it's, things. It's feedback that I got now from some agencies that say we're able to easier retain our programmers because they have fun doing their work and it's been so it's incredibly hard selling a new a, a new developer that they have to work with knockout and require js or any of those new new pwa solutions well at the other side they can you work on really sexy projects with new technologies and and platforms that that are just more yeah marked well more widely accepted in the market and yeah. it looks a lot better on their cv no one wants to have knockout on the cv or require js <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't get you. That doesn't get you hired anywhere. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so we dr- we drifted off a bit. But um, uh, the reason why the reason why I am invested in this initiative, why today I don't think a fork is necessarily required, or why my business necessarily needs to have a fork, um, but the general sound that I get from my customers and that I see in the in the wider market is um, people having a hard time having trust in the platform because they don't plan on moving to Adobe's SaaS API solutions, um, distributed systems. Um, Right. There's a real right. valid, like we wrote in the letter, there's a real valid use case for a monolith. And, yep. Um, the majestic monolith is yeah. what we're calling it going forward. Yeah. Um, and there are trends in the market. And uh, I think Damien uh, Retzinger, you spoke to uh, on the first episode of Podcast. Yes. Um, He's a really clever dude, and he explained why just the monolith is not the way into the future. But I think the monolith is one way into the future that is left unexplored currently. Um, There's a lot of potential in that, and there's a real big market for that. And I think we can make that a real great alternative going into the future. And that's still a valid use case for all the other things. There's a major use case for what Adobe is building, um, but right. that does not serve my current customers. And those hundreds of thousands of developers currently working with the PHP monolith that that have a hard time adjusting to headless frontends. They don't want to work with JS-only frontends. Um, and I... I am not sure where Adobe is taking this platform. One thing I'm fairly certain of is that the monolith 
will not see much love from their from that side. I mean, they take care of it. They're good shepherds. They fix security issues. issues. They don't see it as a majestic monolith. That's they the don't. They they wouldn't mention majestic and monolith in one sentence. No. I sense very strongly that the monolith is necessary for them for legacy fallback um, support in the future. So they're moving towards different systems and the monolith, keeping the monolith around serves them to backward compatibility or like fallback mechanism to keep what you currently have. So people currently investing millions on the monolith they can slowly migrate into the Adobe landscape and not throw away what they currently have. Right. And the side okay. note is yeah. that performance is going to be not ideal when you keep using the monolith. And um, it will be probably much better if you move into those new microservices. If you're into the Adobe product landscape, if you want to buy into those cloud services and those SaaS solutions and everything that they're currently building, that's 100% valid. They, they paid right. a lot of money to have the right to take this right. product into that direction. That's entirely right. up to them. I have no right to tell right. them not to do that, but I have right. the right to take care of my own interests. And it's totally. an open source product. If you go to magento.com slash license, it tells you in the spirit of open source and getting the best possible products available in the market, we think forking is a force. You may di- redistribute this product. Any developer can take this product, change it, and distribute it. It's written on the license, plate, uh, license page. Okay. I was going to ask, when you, I was going to ask, because um, I'm not familiar with the licensing details, um, um, but, it's but I assume so you, it's, you'd it's, looked, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I assume um, you'd looked into it. It's so the only challenge. And there's, there's yeah. thousands of forks because if you want to contribute to Magento, you go to github.com slash Magento slash Magento 2 and you click fork. And if you go to, uh, if you go to GitHub now, there's thousands and thousands of forks. Right. Right, because a lot of people have not taken the time to get therapy. <laughs> I mean, they don't distri- <laughs> they they don't distribute it as a fork. They right. need the fork as a means to contribute to a product. Some might, I think, many agencies have an internal fork where they patch things and they keep that in sync with Magento. Um, and people are on the fence because of the term fork. It's okay. It's causing At least a lot that, of. That, it's causing it's causing a lot of uh, grief. I think that's I think. great. I think that's great because we needed to we needed to shake things up. Stir we needed things to get, up. Yeah, people needed to get 100%. their eyes on this and get and 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 really understand what is happening here. And I'm yeah. willing to rename that to distribution, if that helps. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. make a different distribution of Magento. I don't care about the technical term. What yeah. I care about is that. The community gets some sense of ownership over the product. Yeah, and I yeah, and if I just if, <laughs> go if ahead, someone go ahead. if someone tells me that's so difficult, you're gonna have so much challenges. That makes yeah. me want to do it even quicker because yeah. I don't need that fork today. I don't need it because um, there's immediate need to own my own code base. There's immediate need for me to get the experience, the infrastructure, and the processes around maintaining a distribution of Magento. 
I don't want to depend on that right. immediately. But uh, when the time comes that we would well, need a fork, yeah. then we have everything in order. And today, no merchant would switch to a fork. That's a valid argument. People said that, like, who's going to switch to your fork? That's never the idea. I don't need people to switch to that fork today. I need people in two years' time to look at our fork and say, well, they've done a nice job the last two years. They managed right. to keep that up and running. They made a lot of mistakes. They learned. They have the infrastructure right. now. And that looks dependable, uh, dependable enough to me yeah. now that we're at the place where Adobe is killing off the product. I'm not saying they're doing that because there's no roadmap. I don't know. But I'm taking into account that yeah. maybe the moment comes that they pull the plug yeah. and we're empty-handed. And if we start right. to think then about what to do with the product, how we're going to distribute it, how do we, it's, a, it's one repo that needs to be split into multiple packages on, uh, right. and, and how do, do we do it and how do we do security and all these things. And if we do it now, we don't need to care about security because Adobe is still doing that. We keep yeah. it in sync. We keep a, we just, we keep in sync with their products we learn about running that infrastructure. We start to create a roadmap about what we think if we're going to yep. push this forward as a lightweight Magento version, if we're going to make a distribution that's Magento light, that's easier to learn for starting developers, it's cheaper for merchants to work with, it would be an entry-level version of Magento that they could use to grow into the ecosystem and maybe use the bigger Magento version and scale into Adobe Commerce. That doesn't right. need to happen today. If that happens in the next course of two years and we get organized and we tackle some of the issues, we might be able to merge in some pull requests to make it PHP 9 compatible in two years. And we'd be faster right. than Adobe. That would be great. Yeah. And then we push that to Adobe and we say, hey, we created pull requests. We already have PHP 9 support. Seems to work fine. If you can do right. all your reviews and take a few months to, to take that up into your project, right. maybe you can merge it there. And we would be a help for them. We will be the play right. garden where not so much things depend on, like it would be a less high stake environment. Right that's more accessible and we have fun there. We can find yeah. back that energy that the community always used to have, that we can just go around yeah. and build a one-click payment I, Amazon copy within one day. Yeah. That doesn't happen yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, the, 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 the great, Adobe was I so excited thinking, that they inherited this yeah, community right. and now it's... I keep, I keep thinking back, I mean, you mentioned the one-click thing, which I believe Joshua uh, Warren uh, uh, worked on that. Um, we talked about it a million times on the podcast. Um, um, and, and I, and I keep thinking back to the sort of this, this earlier time where everybody was just building their own modules. You know, we didn't even, we could, you couldn't even do everything in GitHub, which we were always ranting about, but there was this energy and, uh, people were contributing via their own, you know, community pool or local pool modules, whatever. And people were using those. And it was sort of maybe somewhat nostalgic, but there was a purity to it, and there was just more energy there, and mm -hmm. um, and 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 a lot of the things that 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 Adobe and before Adobe Magento put in place, like the contrib the, the contribution programs, the part the, the incentive programs for contributors, yeah. I thought those were all really 
Yes, but I thought those were all really smart at the time. I thought they were brilliant. Um, but they led to weird things where, you know, I would talk to one person who was like heavily contributing and rising up the leaderboards but and then whatever happened and then they, changing and then, from a hackathon to a contribution day changed the whole spirit of it. Changed you everything. Go there, it changed you, everything. You go there to fix bugs and earn points. And before we would go to a hackathon and we will build the craziest things. Yeah. And you were, you were earning points. But they were, um, you know, they were decentralized points in the sense that it was it was you would get follows on Twitter because somebody would retweet it. Crypto points. Cool. You, yeah, you would get um, you would get love from the community. You would get respect. You would get people would share your stuff, and we all like that. Like we all like it when our stuff is is uh, appreciated. Um, now, if you spend but, six but, months working on a pull request and it doesn't get merged, that's not that's so much huge. Rockstar stuff going on there. That's, yeah. that's just it's, one big... And, and, and what I love that Vinay said was that when there's this energy that is not... Um, Cameron already uses, it's not channeled, it gets frustrated. And that crystallized for me the stuff I see with Jacob Winkler posting about stuff and Lukash and different people... Um, and just other things I think about um, that really crystallize it for me. And I, and I love the word urgency that you guys kept using. Um, it's so important. And, and, and I can see how the association is making very reasonable arguments that, hey, let's get this in the schedule. We got it. It's going to take time. Let's end of year, get a plan going. And you could make an argument why those are completely reasonable approaches. But then you flip it from another perspective and you go, guys, this thing has been dying, right? Like there's a ble red blinking light. Our community is dying, right? And there's energy. Let's freaking channel it and let's get this thing going. And so I just, I loved um, the way that you guys were uh, communicating that. Now, there was... Some people felt like we're, we were trying to fragment the ecosystem. And I think if there's one thing, right. if we succeed, we can keep this sh shit together. We can, we can stop Watch people. Watch the language. Well, that's oh. one strike for me, one strike for you. <laughs> Roll back to minute three. What did you? Roll it I, back. I, I took notice. I took notice. So... <laughs> I was very carefully on your other podcast not to swear. I that's stumbled more of, over that's it. More of a, that's more of a Phil thing. So it's 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 the wild uh, wild west on the podcast. Yeah, um, no, but um, jokes aside, um, some people got emotionally triggered because we would be splitting up the ecosystem. And I think if there's one thing we can we can keep them in because we we give them. A place been in the community where they can still, what you said, channel that energy, and they would be still in the same ecosystem. We would be at the same event, and it would be the same, mostly the same code base. We would be struggling with the same issues. Um, we yeah. could learn from each other. Uh, an agency could be working with both versions. They could apply the light version for a certain merchant and the regular version for. Uh, 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 another merchant so that's yeah. more preventing people from 
having to diversify um, the systems that they use. Let them use a different yeah. distribution of Magento instead of not using Magento at all. I've been thinking a lot about this splintering thing. Brent and I talked about it, um, and he had an interesting point, which was like sort of uh, people have been saying that you're splintering the Magento community forever um, in, in, in different because of different things and different issues, and um, and it's. Again, there's a very reasonable argument to be made there that you don't want to splinter. You don't want to break it up. You want to have one Magento open source. But I think that there's something about – like there's a way in which things have always been splintering in a million directions all the time. And it's an open source community that follows the energy in a sense, follows – you know the things that are most useful, the things that make developers happy. So whether that's Whova or whether that's a module that Colin Mollenauer put out or his Redis module or uh, Alan Storm's thing he put, uh, a tool set, or, or a million different things, right? You could say are splintering, right? Or a community member creates a shipping extension or an email extension. Isn't that splintering and that's not splintering in the same sense that if the quote the core the core distribution itself is not being splintered hmm. but i think at the end of the day like we you're, have you're, two versions of magento already adobe is diversifying yeah. it's like quite obviously splitting into two products why not three yeah and you use the one that makes sense for your use case, and yeah. um, I, I don't know. And to be I, honest, keep... and I, um, I wouldn't mind having to let go of this fork in six months. If it turns out that right. things change for the better, if we can right. accomplish to either have Adobe care about the SMB ecosystem or the, right. or the, or the monolith. There's, I don't, I don't see that. I have, I think that's so far apart from their strategy and it's a valid strategy, but I think my strategy is also valid. So we just, we should accept from each other that we want different things and, 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 um, allow each other to do that and don't fight yeah, over it. We can empower each other. Right. Right. There's only so long you can wait around asking for things. Like if this was day one and you were like, I'm going to do a fork. It's not day one, right? There's time has passed. There's been challenges. There's been massive problems um, with some sections of the ecosystem, right? This is the thing. Other sections of the ecosystem are doing fantastic. They're moving up market. Um and by the way, this is probably, I'd imagine, the case with most, if not all, the board members is that they're doing great. They're moving up market. They're doing bigger projects. They're getting deeper into the enterprisey sides of the ecosystem. And for all them, those the SMB doing, markets already felt lost for a while. Like they've already they've, been lost for a while. Already didn't care. And M1 I don't to M2 was already a, a harsh time for, for those merchants. Yeah. But some of those are still waiting to migrate off. Some haven't yeah. even replatformed yet, and they still don't know where they want to go. We could yeah. make Magento a much more interesting place for those people. 
and that can yeah. only help the, the ecosystem in a whole. Yeah, I like I as I was I, I watched one of the I tweeted the T, my TLDR for the live panel was the association is saying let's take it slow and keep the name Magento. In other words. Let's go through the process. Let's suggest it. Let's do the board schedule. Let's wait. And hopefully, hopefully Magento, uh, Adobe will allow us to use the name Magento for the stuff that the community wants to do. Because again, they purchased it. It's theirs. It's their trademark. And, and then the, and then the Hoover guys, and I know you probably don't like me grossly oversimplifying it this way is let's move urgently and keep the spirit of Magento. And by that, I mean, you know this this thing that everybody can is seeing i mean karen called it you know seeing the sincerity of a, an open source community and um you know you've described it in in different ways but it's like what matters it goes back to that developer happiness or the energy or the or the you know the electricity in the community that's what matters more than anything else because without that you can have the name magento and the community underneath it can die and by the mm -hmm. way that's exactly what's been happening <laughs> so yeah. this is not a theoretical thing this is what has been happening and it's kind of happening in this weird kind of kind of muted way Bust. where like we sort of passive way where it's just sort of gradually the frog boiling and we're all gradually accepting that it's kind of never going to be what it was. And then you're like, Hey guys, I kind of want this thing to be as cool and, and exciting as it was back in the day. And I'm going to make it happen. And you did with this one little section of the market and section of the code base, the front end. Um, and it's working at a small scale, but it's, but to me a freaking amazing scale. And, um, and so, uh, so yeah, I, I think, yes, it is splintering, but hope, but at the end of the day, the community is going to rally around the splinter. That's the best and the most meaningful and the most productive. And then hopefully everybody can rally to that one splinter and then that can have, you know, not be such a splinter anymore. <laughs> um, be a big old piece of wood. And, um, we're very hopeful especially after spending two days locked up in a room with them in poland that we can accomplish things with the association um yeah and we've set out some common goals that hopefully will be confirmed by the rest of the board of the ma of how we can accomplish things together um but the thing is we have this sense of urgency. They also have this, now they also have this sense of urgency, but they can't mm -hmm. move as fast as we, we can. Um, there's bureaucracy. Yeah. There's bureaucracy, there's, there's, uh, there's a dependency to Adobe, which I think needs to be lessened. Loosened, um, decoupled, <laughs> loosened a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna decouple anything, let it be the association. Um, give them free reigns. Um, so we 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 have we have the power of doing what's good for us and we're unrestricted. It's it's for a reason which you also discussed with, with brands. It's for a reason that we're a small group of people that um, that just happen to already be working with each other mostly. We're centered around Europe, 
where a few bigger agencies, some extension vendors joined. But uh, we've also spoken to hosting providers, just uh, put our feelers out, like, uh, would they be in for such a... Um, uh, such an initiative and um, we felt fairly confident that we could get the backing to actually pull this off and just the people that signed the letter for me felt like enough critical mass to yeah. form a snowball and you only yeah. need you only need a snowball, snowball this big yes. push yes. it down the hill and you yes. you can crush a city with it yeah yeah. Um, so, so that's that's kind of the strategy. Like uh, as Brent also pointed out, or like he guessed right, um, uh, this is enough for us to not just make a statement, but to get things going and to start, however small, but start and take ownership over something and have that yeah. grow. And if yeah. we can find the alignment with the association and we can get the backing of the association and through that, the backing of Adobe, yeah. perfect. Right. We're just already moving ahead, paving the way, getting the right. experience that hopefully the association will benefit from. So as soon as we, as soon as the association has his uh, task force, open source task force uh, formed, uh, Fina and I both signed up for that task force in the case that we would end up there or or even if not even if not if that I task need force to see I need to see you on the board and I need to see, I want a board seat and the only thing I'm gonna do is tweet about how awesome you are as I've begun to do and I know it drives you crazy that's all I'm gonna do I won't even vote I will defer all my votes to you and and uh i would argue you wouldn't be in the right place then uh i think um i think we need some really strong voices on the association indeed and let me um, no let me let me say this open because seats, again. and let's not, not let's not go too deep into what the association has to do because they have I their know, responsibilities know, they've know, heard the, they heard they've heard the voice of the community now and it's I up know. to them to to pick that up I feel bad every time I say something remotely critical, but uh, um, um, uh, let me just say, because you said this, and I completely agree with it, which is that if the association had free reign, you're like, what did I say? If they did have free reign, and I'm, and I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of like figuring this out as I go, because like I said, they're all the right people. They all get stuff done. They're all the best people for the job. And why hasn't it happened? And I think it's very simple. Purpose. And it's that they didn't have pre-reign. I think it's they didn't have free reign. And that, purpose. Uh, that leads to a lack of purpose. Because what I know for sure in my heart of hearts, if they did have free reign, the one very simple, very, very reasonable thing that they don't have is they have to ask Adobe permission for everything. Which I understand the reasons for that. Adobe bought the thing. But... I'm just saying, if they had free reign, that group of people, it would be amazing. It would be everything we want it to be. Um, and, and, and that's not entirely possible because of reasons we understand, at least at the, the current moment. But that's all I wanted to say because, again... It's not, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. The bylaws of the association are life, and you can read them. Um, but there's... Adobe is granting some privileges to the association, like lending out the name Magento. 
Right. Um, but I would argue to represent the community, that's not about a name. That's about the people and the product. Yeah. And yeah. we own, nobody owes, owns the people. Nobody, well, they own the license to the product, but we can keep the license and use it. We can, we right. can use the product. We, we right. built a, a, the lar largest chunk of the product was built by us. We by are Magento. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and for me, that's not in the name. I mean, it holds incredible value, but not totally. enough value for me to lay on my back and put my feet up and, 100%. and, and just give 100%. up and wait. Um, yeah. So that's the freedom that we have, and that makes that we can actually make progress and just do what, what we feel like doing. And does that mean yeah. that we come up with something in one month that every merchant should switch to? Hell no. It would be no. super irresponsible. But we, at least, we feel up to the task to make that work. And we're going to have to learn. We're going to have yeah. to attract the right people because, as Damien said, I can build a new front end, but hell, I can't understand the whole framework that's Magento just on my own. Right. There's some parts I don't need, rather not know because I don't like them so much. Um, yeah. But I mean, the maintainers already exist. Some of the maintainers right. left. They might still have appetite to do maintainership on a bit of a, a more loose ecosystem. Um, I. I, as Damien was talking about that and talking about the idea of different people owning different um, subsystems and like he's in Absolutely. the Absolutely. And we need such a I can solid see organization. That. Um, and I don't underestimate any of this. I've been speaking about this for months with Finai. Um, we fought all of this through for a long time. And we decided on what can we do right now? What is the most immediate action that needs to happen? And, it's, yeah. and that turned out to be taking ownership over the product and not taking it from Adobe, but have something of our own that at least is a safety net for worst yeah. case scenario. And yeah. it's just a safety net for now, but we're mm -hmm. willing to heavily invest in that. Me on a personal level right now, I've already invested much more time than I would have in three years being on an association board. Massive amount of hours have gone into there. Um, I'm willing to invest a lot into making this work. And if it turns out in six months or a year that's not needed, that doesn't feel like it was a waste because by taking this action, things started moving. So yeah. if everything falls in the right direction, it's because we took the right actions. Because otherwise, I'm fairly yeah. certain nothing would have happened for a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm just, man, I'm just happy to see you doing your thing. And, and not just you. I talk a lot about you, but I know that it's everybody. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see the energy that's been, there's been a little shock to the system. And uh, people are people are excited. Some people are a little nervous, um, but I love. It's good we the need that because are... the emotion shows that people still care. 
And it's fantastic. 100%. Someone that someone that goes 100%. through the trouble of writing 30 tweets to me to tell them that I'm wrong, that shows passion. <laughs> they yeah. really care about what happens. Yeah. And the only yeah. thing we need is everybody to understand that we're all doing this because of the passion for the platform. And if you if you do it for the right reasons, we can't fail. And I'm for sure 100% in this for the, for the right reasons. I don't want people to leave. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to see France. Yeah. Moving into other ecosystems. Yeah. That sucks. When when we when we talked, I can't remember if it was our first podcast or the one with Phil or so, um, somewhere along the way, uh, and you were communicating the fact that what you just said, right, that you want this ecosystem to be alive and well for a long time to come, and I had honestly, like I said sort of accepted that it was just kind of fading away. My interests were shifting. A lot of people's were everybody's diversifying to other platforms. Right. And then I'm talking to you and I'm like, okay, he has something cool, interesting, fun, whatever. And then at some point it clicked for me that you were like not screwing around with this vision of yours. And I think it's, it's cool, man. It's really, it's really awesome. You know, for me, it's it's go Magento or go go home. Go Magento, go home. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Magento, go. Yeah. <laughs> great, man. And I think it's necessary. I think that um, you need to have a leader, uh, and there's a lot of leaders of whatever this thing is. But you need leaders that have that excitement, that vision, and also get stuff done. There were such pixels, a you know? such a powerful people just there at that conference in in Poland. Like they felt the same urgency. They had really good input. Just having someone like Talash there, he's such an asset. I'm so jealous of his of his uh, Jeep setup. <sighs> his whole remote. Like land crew, like his whole, what's the word? Um, I'm jealous of his car. His car oh, just gets God. to see his smile the whole day. Just it's being unreal. being around Talash is, is is great. He brings such a positive energy, yeah. and uh, I mean Ignacio and and uh, we had such valid input from from Ivan and the type of free guy. He's amazing. Type of free yes figured out so many the things. Typo three guy. I friggin' love that guy. Dude. Oh, I spent I spent almost three days with that guy. He was with in every meeting that we did and he had such yeah. a such a valid such a good insight into how to do things because they struggled through he so many times he said, Don't make me cry, you're going like you're running into walls that we ran into years ago and yeah. Please, please, please listen to me. This is how you yeah. need to do it. And don't yeah. go that direction because yeah. you'll, uh, you'll hurt yourself. Yeah. I should talk to him because I, I want to better understand how the Typo 3 stuff is structured. I've, I've heard about Typo 3 forever. I know the Germans are heavy That's into it. That's brilliant. They um, have a commercial company that is owned by the community. The oh, community, really? The community owns the product. That's awesome. And and we've looked at this for a long time, and uh, Finai has talked to, mainly Finai has talked to a lot of the people from the Type of Free ecosystem. Um, and we learned so much about how they run things. 
And it's actually not so different from what the association initially would have looked like. Mm. Um, so that gave us a lot of inspiration of how a company could be set up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the association could move towards that direction. But just mm -hmm. the idea, Taco Free has a huge community. It's nothing compared to Magento. It's nothing. Um, I mean, it's, it's large, but there's so many people and so much money involved in the Magento ecosystem. Yeah. That means that our potential is bigger than what Taco Free has. And they have pretty great stuff. They have yeah. really good systems to pay maintainers for work that they do and and um everyone gets a vote on where the product is moving um that's cool that's we can't you can't expect the association to do all these things on a voluntary basis spending four hours a month in a meeting and then what can you mm -hmm. get done they have yeah. a full-time job they have other responsibilities you need totally. some driving forces there and you need the funding to get Stuff done. Hey, stop talking See, about the I, association so much. I, I avoided the two-strike <laughs> offense. Get stuff done. <laughs> there um, go. We're even. Yeah, but it's um, all inter interwoven. But um, uh, yeah, things 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 on that and look really well. And uh, it's just a, a big positive that we we spent so much time talking because if awesome. we would have been fighting, we would have we wouldn't have spent so much time together. Yeah. Um, and uh, same for you, the people on the board, they have my highest appreciation, like they, uh, they're friends. And I genuinely 100%, like them. 100%. 100%. And that's why, yeah. And I, I, that's why I feel weird. It, it's weird because they're all friends. And, and, and at the same time, they have a public role. And so I'm commenting on things that are happening in the public sphere. And I, and I feel weird about it. So I almost want to text them all and sort of apologize in advance as a as a friend. I don't know. And then they're not. Out of, it's a it's a it's a whole. I'm sure everything's gonna be fine. But uh, I know you got to go soon, Willem. It's true. Um, yeah. It was uh, it was a lot of fun catching up. And uh, hey, keep doing what you're doing, brother. You are killing the game, man. I love it. So it's, yeah. Um, uh, I would argue it's not a game. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I'm not playing. Yeah.